This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Tuesday, May the 24th. Feels like it should be Wednesday for some reason. I don't know if it's the lack of off days for the Phillies, the every night of it all, but for some reason it feels like we're a a day behind this week, but it is only Tuesday and... Thank goodness the Phillies actually start the week off with a W. Back-to-back wins, even though it doesn't really feel like it. The win on Sunday with the error after the losses did not feel like a win, but they have won two in a row. A nice win last night. Look, they go into Atlanta, and they handle business. You know, a 7-3 win. Felt like the game they were going to blow. They were up 7-0, then 7-1, then 7-3, but they didn't. They hang on. They win it. A nice job. Phillies have been playing really good road baseball. Who saw this coming? Finally. Stink at home, be good on the road. Let's flip the whole paradigm around, right? Um, but look, they uh, they went into Atlanta last night, handled business. Needed to handle business, needed a win, got it. Zach Wheeler needed to be great for them. He was great for them. Um, you know, Mets won again, so you don't gain any games on them. You do gain a game on the Braves. Now alone in second place, the Braves a game behind Ultimately, though, Philly City at 20-22 on the season, so obviously still a lot of work to do. It's a massive, massive week because they still have three more games against the Braves and then three against the Mets all on the road. So, uh, look, again, a nice start to the week. I will take it. I will take the Phillies looking like a professional baseball team in Atlanta as they do go down there and, and just simply handle business. You know, nice... Nice to see a team go and just take care of business. It's a really wild thought. Who'd have thunk that, you know, you could watch your baseball team just come out and get some hits, make some plays. Roman Quinn throws some guys out at home, and and you win a baseball game. Really nice night for Roman Quinn. All around, the Phillies get on the board early in the second inning. Bases loaded double by Reese Hoskins. Opposite field, a bases clearing double. Makes it 3 to nothing. They had another uh, couple in the third. Uh, JT Romito triple scores one, then an RBI double from Quinn. Ends up on third on the throw home. Um, great to see. 6 nothing. They had another on Gene Segura single in the fourth, making it 7 nothing. Then give away three runs over the next few innings, but ultimately shut it down. Just a nice night for the Phils, you know. Wheeler goes six and two-thirds, two earned, ten strikeouts for Zach Wheeler, eight hits, no walks, got into a little trouble in the first, got out of it, then didn't really get into much trouble till he had to leave the game. The bullpen comes in and does 
a fine enough job. Familia gives up a run, wasn't great in the inning. He pitched, but so-so. Connor Brogdon gets a big out. Knable comes in and gets a innings worth of work. A nice, clean ninth inning for Knable. Not a save situation, but we'll take it. So again, it was just a nice night. You know, the Phillies handled business. You know, Alec Baum goes two for four with a run scored. Harper wasn't great, one for five, but back in the lineup, which is nice. Castellanos going through a bit of a stretch of, uh, of struggling. He was 0 for five last night. Batting average down to 256. So Cassiano's struggling a bit, but you know, he was one of the few guys who was consistent to start the season. I have no doubt he'll get back there. Segura continues to rake two for five last night. Schwerber goes 0 for 2, but three walks on the night for Schwerber as he scores two runs there as well. JT 2 for 4 with a couple runs scored. Camargo 1 for 4 with an RBI or with a run scored. And then and then Roman Quinn 1 for 3 with the uh two RBI, the run scored, and a outstanding throw home to get a runner out early on as Wheeler was you know, getting into a little trouble early. A big throw on me. It's a different game of 0 0. It could be a completely different baseball game if Roman Quinn doesn't make that play. Roman Quinn, just a, a phenomenal night for him. Uh, you know, it was really nice to see Roman Quinn, you know, I don't think is a um, starting player in Major League Baseball, but, you know, I've said many times, I think he does bring skills that you like to have on your team. You know, the fact that he's a switch hitter is nice. The fact that he's, you know, one of the fastest people alive is nice. The fact that he's got a pretty solid arm out there is nice. The fact that, you know, he can cover a lot of ground out there is nice. He's a nice bench guy. You know, he's a, assuming he can stay healthy, which again, is we all know, been the number one inhibitor of Roman Quinn's baseball career is his ability to stay on the field. And, you know, until he shows that, we're going to expect at some point that, that he gets hurt, which obviously we hope he doesn't, but that has been the, you know, the story of his career, you know, you know, kind of get on a roll, start to look like a major league player again, and then get hurt. So let's hope that doesn't happen here as he is going through a nice little stretch here the last couple games. And again, you know, you don't want Roman Quinn as your starting center fielder, but if Roman Quinn is a bench outfielder, you know, he does a lot of stuff. You know, he does a lot of stuff. And last night, a really particularly great game for Roman as he played a big win in the Phillies winning a baseball game. You know, he really did. And again, the, the team showed up. Last night, it's uh, it's very strange this home road thing that they've got going on right now because it is really the inverse of what this team has been for so long. Um, you know, it feels like it's been ages of them being better at home than on the road. Um, you know, not like the the numbers are stark, but at home they're eleven and thirteen this season on the road nine and nine on the season. So, you know, it's not a, again, a massive difference, but they are slightly better on the road. And obviously within that nine and nine is encapsulated six and two in their last eight. So, you know, prior to that, not a good road team is, you know, prior to that, they're two and six on the road, but they've gone six in their last two, six and two in their last eight on the road. So they've been playing great baseball on the road, run differential plus 15. How about that? We haven't seen a Positive Phillies run differential, it feels, in a while. Mets a plus 52, of course. Um, but, you know, a nice win last night. A win they needed. Still a 20-22. and 22. It pales in comparison to the Mets 29-15 and 15 when you look at the standings. But, you know, again, all the Phillies can do right now is, is play better baseball. And especially knowing that, you know, they've had the toughest schedule in baseball. One of them, they're in the middle of what we've talked about many times as the toughest stretch of their entire schedule this season. Like, without a doubt, nothing is 
even in the ballpark schedule-wise. Um, I mean, they haven't played the Nationals yet, who are just so far away, the worst team in the NL East. They play, they're going to be... They'll have played the Mets, you know, 10 times already. That's a lie. They've already... Excuse me, they've already played the Mets that many times. So, um, no, they've played the Mets eight times. Excuse me. So they play, or nine times so far they've played the Mets. In this three-game series, they'll play the Mets 12 times before they ever play the Nationals. And then we still know the the Giants, the Angels, the Brewers, it's tough. But then after that, it gets a little easier. You know, you start to see the Nationals on the schedule a little more. The Marlins, that should be easier. Um, but it really, really lightens up for the Phils in the second half of the season. Coming out of the All-Star break, it's the Cubs, who are one of the worst teams in baseball. Uh, Braves, you know, we're seeing that now. Pirates, horrible. Braves, handleable. Four against the Nats, yes, please. Marlins, the Mets again, but then the Reds, then the Mets again, then the Reds again, then the Pirates, then the Diamondbacks, then the Giants who are tough, but then the Marlins, then the Nats, then the Marlins, and the Braves. Two against Toronto, who's a good baseball team. Braves again. Cubs, Nats, Houston. So, I mean, we've talked so much about this gauntlet and this stretch of, of just a bunch of teams with the best records in baseball. It's true. But after this, you know, especially if you know, we take it as the Braves are under 500 right now, which they are, um, you look at the second half schedule, and, I mean, it's pretty wild, actually, when you go through it. Um, you know, two games against Toronto, they're on this list, but there are only four teams on the schedule the rest of the season. The rest of the season in the second half, there are only four teams on the schedule over 500. And the Diamondbacks are on there and they're at 500 and they'll probably fade. You get the Giants, the Mets, two against the Blue Jays, and you're in the season against the Astros. That's it. I mean, if you're looking for hope, if you're looking for optimism with this Phillies team, you know, there is a real case to be made that that second half schedule is a, is a make a run schedule. You know, I mean, it is. You get your tough stuff out of the way early. You handle your tough, your, your your easy stuff late, and you make a run. I mean, look, we see it so many years where the team that gets hot at the end is the one that wins it all, where the team that gets hot at the end is the one that fires their way into the playoffs. Phillies need to be that team. Yeah, you know, that seems when you look at the schedule and the way this season's shaking out so far. If that's the end of the season, we're going to look back and be happy with what the Phillies accomplished. I feel like that's probably going to be the path. So. What they need to do now is what they did last night and find ways to grind out some wins during this tough part of their schedule. They gotta stay there. They gotta stay in it. They can't fall double digit games out. They can't, you know, have a big losing streak. They need to find ways to continue to, to win games, hover a potentially, hopefully above slightly above five hundred, whatever, and then get on a run. Win six in a row, seven in a row, eight in a row, whatever, against these bad, bad teams on the back half of the schedule. It's gonna be really important. So um, if you're looking for optimism, I do think that is a reason for it. And, you know, hey, Phillies won two in a row. How about it? You want optimism, what more could you need than the Phillies winning two in a row? Um, seriously, though, like it is it is nice that the Phillies won last night. Need another night. Kyle Gibson against Max Freed. So a clear pitching advantage for the Dodgers. We all know how good Freed is. Um, but, you know, Gibby's been solid for the most part. Um, not just for the most part, really, other than a couple outings. He's been great. So... Hopefully we can go into Atlanta and uh, and handle business as uh, you know we really do need the Phils to again handle these games, especially these division games against a team like the Braves, who they're directly competing with. Win this series. Let's take two of three now. That's all you gotta do when you win the series. All right. And then we go to New York, we take two of three, and we start to get excited. All right. This is doable, guys. Doable. Reasons for hope. It ain't over.
They're frustrating, and I'm not like super excited about the team right now, but there are reasons for optimism. Um, all right, we'll get back to uh, looking ahead in a minute, but um, Dave Dombrowski uh, spoke the other day um, at the quarter poll part of the season, and uh, Dombrowski also uh, kind of preaching a, a message of calm. This was prior to yesterday's games, the club sitting at 19 and 22. Some things Dombrowski had to say. Uh, obviously, he said we need to play better. Yes, sir. We agree. Uh, he said we're not happy with our record at this point. That can get better. But I think we have a good ball club. I think we realize that. There's a lot of good things, but we also need to play better. Agree, sir. You are correct. And uh, look, I think that is the right you know message. He's right. They do need to play better. I mean, how many games... How many winnable games have we seen this Phillies team lose this season or throw away or blow or whatever or just not show up for? Again, you know, the 11 games this season where you score one run or less, that is not showing up. That is needing to play better. So, yes, an obvious statement but a true one. Dabrowski went on to say, you don't want to fall too far behind. We're already eight games behind. That's not good. It's not insurmountable by any means, but I do think we have to go out there and play consistently well. Absolutely right, and that's what we've been saying, and you know that that's kind of the key is you know, when you've got a team that far out in front, like the Mets, I, I've said so many times, you know, what are they, two and a half, three out of the wild card, three and a half out of the wild card, you know, that, that's there. That's not going away, especially with the second half schedule. But if the Mets take a 12-game lead in the division or whatever, they, that gives them a lot of leeway to fall apart a bit and still hang on. You know, So you can't let it get out of reach. The Phillies need to continue to find ways to stay in this and see, you know, win this series this weekend. You want to talk about needing to win a series. Like Go to New York and win a series. This Mets team just keeps winning games, 25 and 14 or whatever. Come on, like let, let's win some games. Going to New York and win some games is going to be important. Dombrowski going on, uh, talked about John Middleton, and now he's handling the Stowe start. He said he's been fantastic. He said that's why we play 162 games. He's been very supportive. Cool. I think that's probably true. I think, you know, Middleton's been around baseball long enough to not panic yet. But, and I hope Middleton is, is you know, there's a but here, where Middleton's not going to be happy if this team doesn't pick it up at some point soon. Right? You know I mean? Middleton went out and went over the luxury tax. John Middleton committed to this group. He went out and got Bryce Harper. He went out and got, I mean, he is Zach Wheeler. I mean, he's got four or five hundred million dollar contracts on here. He's got Schwarber's $79 million. I mean, John Middleton is put up, you know, put up or shut up time. Middleton's put up. Now the team needs to put up to or shut up. And I think Middleton should be upset if they don't turn things around quickly. And obviously the Girardi stuff, we'll get to that, but you know, I would, I would hope that John Middleton's not just going to sit there and let this fall apart without saying something. So I'm happy he's been supportive. It is too early to freak out, but I'm happy that Middleton is um, is on the scene, so to speak. It went on. Dombrowski continued. He said, we have to play better. We need to have a better record. We're not a below 500 team. We should not be a below 500 team. We're there now, but when I say that, baseball's meant for the long haul. He's been great. We talk all the time. Okay, so that's good. You know, talking about Middleton, Middleton's cool with it and all that. I get that. That's also good. But again, you know, I, I think it's implying we need to be better. They do need to be better. The Phillies are not a below 500 team. They have to get better. They have to play better. This team needs to do more. So, keeping our eye on it. All right. Uh, when asked about Joe Girardi, uh, here's what Tomaski said. 
I don't ever get into evaluating managers during the season, Dombrowski said. As I've always said to people, Joe's been fine. I talk to Joe and communicate with him all the time. And I'll just say this. My support of a manager is that they're managing. If I didn't support them, they wouldn't be managing. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, so uh, not a ringing endorsement, I would say. I think the line I don't ever get into evaluating managers during the season is a really strange thing to say. Uh, I don't get it at all. Like, why would you say that, Dave? I mean, you should be constantly managing, evaluate, evaluating managers. You literally, the team you used to be an owner of, or I mean a, a GM of, won the World Series by firing their manager in the season and Jack McKeon leading them to a World Series victory. So you should know better than most that, you know, and that wasn't that you had left them by them, but still, yeah, you sure you paid attention. You should know better than most that, you know, bringing a change in season can make a big difference. So really strange thing to say there. I, I don't get that at all. Why wouldn't you evaluate managers in season? It doesn't make any sense. You should be evaluating them all the time on everything, right? I mean, so that was a weird line from Dabrowski. Now, the rest, really a uh, a tepid endorsement, in my opinion. He said, as I've always said to people, Joe's been fine. I mean, choice of words there, very clear. I mean, because said Joe's been great. Joe does a wonderful job. Joe's good. He said, Joe's been fine. It says something to me. Then he says, I'll just say this, my support of a manager is that they're managing. If I didn't support them, they wouldn't be managing. I mean, what a tepid way to support your manager. I mean, yeah, he's our manager. That should tell you all you need to know. It's kind of weird. You know, not a ringing endorsement, in my opinion, of Girardi there, but also, you know, a, not a, um, you know, not a, a, oh, he's going to fire him or anything, but it is interesting. Uh, He goes on to say, Joe's our manager, and I'm happy to be working with him. Hey, we're all in a position that we're not happy with the way the club has played. Joe, myself, the players, we have to be better. Good. That's fine, I guess. Uh, I just, you know, I go back to that first line and really hope it was just a thing that he said and doesn't think because you should be evaluating him all the time. Every game, everything, like evaluate the dude. What are we doing? Are you just going to throw a season away, a season where we went over the luxury tax because you're not evaluating the manager in season? That doesn't make any sense. None. So it's weird, and then again, followed up with the Joe's been fine thing, which he said before. He has said that phrase before, like, not Joe's been good, Joe's been great, Joe's whatever, it's Joe's been fine. Adequate is the, that's the the image that that evokes. He's done a adequate job. Could have been better, could have been worse, just fine. Again, uh... Really not a uh, endorsement, in my opinion, but you know it is. Uh, I think interesting, and um, I think the Jordan thing's gonna be interesting to watch as this team continues to play. Um, all right, last thing from Dabrowski talking about the offense. Um, he said, "I'm surprised we haven't scored more runs on a consistent basis, but I do think we're going to score more runs on a consistent basis as the weather warms up and some of their guys get the swing, get their swings back." Um, <laughs> you know. Tired of hearing the weather warm up thing, right? I mean, they just played a home series this week. It was like 98 degrees the other day. It wasn't like balls are flying out of the yard, you know? So enough with the weather. Can we stop with that? Hitting season. What about when everyone else is hitting, right? Is it just hitting season for us when it's warm out? I mean, I don't get it. Enough of this. Enough of the weather warms up and we'll hit. Like, enough. The other team will hit too then, huh? Score more runs than the other team. 
That's it. That's the name of baseball. You score more runs than them, you win. All right? Enough with this when it heats up and the hit will happen. Enough. Hit. And I do agree. Look, I, it is it is surprising that this team has not scored more consistently. Again, that that eleven times one around one uh, run or less, like that's strange. It's a strange team that they have had so much offensive success from a total numbers perspective, yet have just had so many instances this season where they have not shown up at all offensively. And again, I bring that back to Girardi, but it's discussion for a different day. Apparently. Because I don't ever get into evaluating managers during the season. What a ridiculous thing to say. I can't believe you said that. It's so strange. I hope that comes back and they're like, hey, Josie, you fired him. Yeah, I guess you do. I, just a strange thing to say. Such a strange thing. And then again, he's fine. Just a strange interaction there. And I, I take it as he's not super psyched with Girardi. But that maybe a change is not immediate or in the immediate future but look things can change based on how teams play and how things go there's a lot of different ways that it could go down but it was interesting to hear him talk interesting to hear the comments on Girardi again I do think that I hate 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 the I don't evaluate managers in season thing um, and I hope it's not true again you know he's first you know close to first and for me he definitely knows he's seen when teams can go on runs because they make a move so um it's going to be interesting to watch because then to follow it up with Joe's been fine and he's managing the team until he's not, you know, he's, if he's managing the team, then that's my vote of confidence. All that stuff it was just strange. It wasn't, it wasn't a, uh, a ringing endorsement of Girardi in any way, shape or form. And, and just in general, a, a strange kind of interaction there about Girardi. And, you know, I don't, I don't really know where Dombrowski stands, you know, we've talked about it so many times, but he didn't hire Dombrowski. He didn't give him the job. You know, he's kind of come into him here. And at no point has he really ever been effusive about Girardi. At no point has he ever been super complimentary. It's always been like, yeah, he's our guy. He's here. He's fine. We'll be okay. It's always been that kind of vibe, that kind of feel from it. Um, so I think it's going to be really fascinating to see how this goes. And obviously, it'll all come back to wins and losses and how the team plays. But I do think that if this team continues, schedule or not, to be more mediocre than good, for another month plus, then then I think Girardi's in real trouble. But I think clearly, I think the fan base is ready to pull the trigger on getting rid of Girardi a little bit more than the organization is. I think that's pretty clear that they're at least readier to in that moment. Um, and, and again, the evalu- not evaluating in season thing is such a strange, strange comment that I don't really know how to take that. So, um, but on the whole, I do think that you know I don't think Girardi is. You know, I, I know Girardi's not Dabrowski's guy, per se. Um, so, you know, I think it's going to be a fascinating thing to watch as this team continues. Look, if they win games, no one's talking about it. It doesn't matter anymore, you know? If they find a way to play decent baseball with the rest of this gauntlet and then they start beating up bad teams and all of a sudden we're talking playoffs, then you, know, you forget about it. And I still think Girardi will be a bad manager, but it, it won't be a topic of discussion. But if they continue to disappoint and they're continuing to, to hover in the 500 to four games under 500 range for the next month plus, then I think it's going to have to be something that's really discussed because by then, then at least is over probably if the Mets keep playing the way they're playing. And, you know, you're talking about wild cards and you're talking about, you know, missing the playoffs potentially. And once we start to talk missing the playoffs, which we don't do 42 games into the season, which we don't do on May 24th, but on July 1st, 
those conversations can become more relevant and you know obviously it won't matter still with all the wild cards and all that you're not going to be done that early and all that but you know it's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out this Girardi thing with the Dabrowski part of it and and how long the team you know how long the leash is if the team doesn't start to be better obviously again like I think we just all hope they just play better (laughs) then we don't have to talk about it then you know we're all sad everyone's happy but We'll see. All right, back at it tonight. Another 720 start. Kyle Gibson against Max Freed. That's a big one tonight. 720 starts for all the games this series. Tomorrow's Ranger Suarez against Charlie Morton. And then Thursday night, Aaron Nola against Kyle Wright is a really good young pitcher for the Dodgers before heading up to New York this weekend. Eflin Wheeler Gibson, uh, Sunday night baseball against the Mets for the Phillies again this week. So um, a stretch. It's a big one here. Then uh, still no off day until Thursday of next week. They come right home to play three against Gabe and the Giants with an off day next Thursday. Their first off day it will be uh, in like 14 days, 15 days. So it'll be a while since they had last had a day off. So big stretch coming up this week. Let's start winning some baseball games. I mean, we can stop talking about that other stuff and just talk about the Phillies being good. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't it just be nice to just react to baseball games and talk about how good the Phillies are and how they win games they're supposed to and how they pull games out of their butt and how blah, 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 blah. Won't that be like, well, I would have thought. Can we do that, please? I'm not asking for much. Just a winning baseball team. You know, Mets fans got it. Can we get it? All right. We'll see. Big one tonight again, you know, in classic Phillies fashion. I'm sure they'll stink after being great last night. But, you know, if they could build on last night, wouldn't that be miraculous? (laughs) Either way, whatever happens, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 